live in a little town by the sea. When it's sunny, it's so pretty. And when the darkness comes, you'll watch the stars with me. Hello and welcome along to the New Music Podcast with Seaside Sessions. Thank you so much for joining us today, ladies and gentlemen, on episode number 10 Woo! with George Stock. And thank you, George, for joining us today. It's all right. Hello. I appreciate your time. 10, 10 episodes. Can ten. you believe it? I mean, it's mad. I mean, when I started this all those months ago back in November, could I have imagined that we'd be get, get into double digits? Nah. 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 But, um, I mean, I I've mean, done like we've done like nearly 300 sessions, exactly. to be fair. So, so you know. out of those 300... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, George Stocken, um, I reckon that every single person listening to this will know you. Nah, nah that's not true. You're, you're honestly, so... I've never said nah so many times in my life. <laughs> I'm going to say no from now on. We're going to get listeners. into... So, we're doing three songs with you today. So, yes. we're going to get into those songs shortly. We're just going to have a chat about just general mm-hmm. nerdy stuff and anything else that we fancy talking about today and go off on as many tangents as possible. Perfect. Um, so, um, for those that don't know, Seaside Sessions, obviously, we record musicians and we post new videos every day. And, and I take a Polaroid picture of everybody that comes in. And I've got my kind of wall on the on the, on the, on the, on the wall here. Mine's the worst. Um, no, well... Well, you were the only one who got two pictures because you blinked. Haha, I did blink. That, I so remember you do that. have a bit of fame, which I gave to your lovely other half, Naveen. To, That's true. For you her did. to bring out on a on oh. a specific birthday later in life. Bless her. Um, but yeah, so your picture <laughs> went up, and I'm just we're looking at the wall now as I'm saying. Obviously, this, yeah. is, this is not a visual podcast, so listeners, you won't know what we're doing. I've probably right moved now, away from the mic too much that you can't hear me. Anymore. There's like six rows of pictures now, and yours is in the second row. So there's been quite a few since you. <laughs> But pretty much everybody below you on that list knows George. Because <laughs> everyone comes in, has a look at the wall, see who's been in previously. And like, oh, oh, George is in. Love George. Well, you don't, yeah, what, what he's not telling you is that half of them go, oh, what a cock. <laughs> and the other half go, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> everybody loves George. No, it's George. true. When, 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 you, when I did my podcast, I think I'd only know like Joe Inkpen. I can't remember what yeah. band he's in. He's in Spyplane, yeah. My glasses are too bad, listeners, so I can't actually <laughs> read what it says. But yeah, Spyplane. And then... Um, Loads of people got in touch with me and were like, where, where, who's this? Where did you go to do that? Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I, and I, yeah, it did. And there's been a few. There was also, I'm not sure if you know, um, Jason from Crybaby Special did a session um, a couple of months before you did and mm-hmm. similar sort of effects. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. obviously a well-connected man, as you are, George. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into that a bit later, on, actually. I want to kind of pick your brains about, you know, your sort of route from... Um, essentially school yep. <laughs> to where you are now being the busiest man that I've ever met in my life. Brilliant. Um, but as as we always do, listeners, we're going to jump straight into one of the songs first of all. So yes. the first song we're going to talk about today with George um, is Music Is My Life. Hello. So um, is music your life? It, well, it, it is now. It never <laughs> used to be. It used to be like a hobby that I just do for whatever and, and you know, copy whatever my brother did, basically. Okay. But he never played guitar. So that's why I did it. I, I started playing guitar because he played piano and he got oh, cool. he was better than me and always was and always is but don't tell him um <laughs> he yeah but he he didn't play guitar so i did and then that was the rivalry began okay um but now he teaches guitar and piano so that kind of pisses me off so is he overtaking you, a, you little bit, a little bit a little bit annoying, it's it? not it's fair it's not fair but he doesn't perform he doesn't like performing um on he doesn't like being in public basically <laughs> right okay so Fair it's good for me. Um, well, tell me about the song anyway, George. So <clears> tell me about you know the lyrics and what it means to you, and how it came about, why you wrote it. Um, do you know, there's probably three people that I could name that know the song better than I do. Oh, really? I honestly have no idea. Sometimes I forget my... I, everyone forgets their own words, but I yeah. forget them more 
more times than I should. <laughs> right. um, so asking about the lyrics is probably a really bad idea. <laughs> but music is my life, and that's the main important one. Um, Do you know, it's funny, actually, just, just picking up what you said there. So um, a couple of episodes ago, we did a special. I say we, myself, my other half, Melody, uh, Phil... Um, who's a photographer, Phil Morgan, and mm-hmm. my mate Kev. So basically, I wanted to do a special with no musicians to choose our favourite tracks oh, of yeah, the year. Yeah. So we did our favourite five tracks each. And Melody's favourite track of the year was from a session last year with Daisy Tickle. Yeah, you yeah. You might know Daisy yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And she, um, I remember when she messaged me she uh, to, to book her session, she said, um, I'm not sure if you, you'd have me on because I've only got this one original. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, I suppose a lot of musicians look at the channel and think, hey, oh, if it's not original, I yeah, can't come yeah, on and yeah. do covers. Which is not the case at all, no. listeners. So if you are out there and you're doing covers and uh, you want to kind of get on, then 100%. get on the website. He needs to be busier. <clears throat> Absolutely. Adam needs to be busier. <laughs> um, but I remember when Daisy did a session, so she did, I think, three covers and that one original, Mr. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that was the one that she had to redo a couple of times because she forgot the lyrics. Honestly. Because obviously she does loads of covers it, with uh, with her boyfriend, I think Josh. it is. Josh, yeah, when yeah. she does her, does her uh, gigs, you know. I go to university with those two. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're both in third year, about to finish. So you kind of the same, like, do you get much opportunity to play your originals when you're doing gigging? And Not uh, really. I and mean, I'll is chuck, that why you forget the lyrics, do you think? Kind of. I'll chuck them in when I, I can. But once, for me, once I, I write a song, that song stays in a, you know, a box. I, I rarely play it at home. There's really? Literally, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've written a song. That's cool. Okay. I, I'm not, I, as a person who's trying to, you know, get out there, it's really hard, actually, because I, I get annoyed by people who can write songs just like that, like mm. immediately, like yeah. five minutes and they've written a banger and I'm like, give me four hours and I might be able to write half a line or something. <laughs> we got five minutes later on, buddy, I know, I know, to finish this episode. I know, I know, that's fine. I need to think th- things that rhyme with seaside sessions. <laughs> Progression. Yeah, fair enough, fair um, enough. Hey, don't give it constant, away too soon. No. Don't give it away too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I know what you mean, though, because I always sort of have this, um, like as someone myself, I'm not a musician. I just, I, I love meeting you guys and, and doing what, what I do here at the studio. Yeah. Um, but as someone who's not kind of musically minded, I wouldn't even know where to begin with writing a track. But then I see mm. other people that I've had in. Um, one of the musicians I've had in a couple of times now, Dan Veens, who's a blues artist. And, okay. um, he posts videos pretty much a couple of times oh, a week. Oh, I've seen him. He has a really cool guitar, Jim Dandy one. Small little parlor guitar. Is that him? Uh, I'm no, not, maybe I, I'm thinking I don't the wrong know. Guy. I don't know. This podcast got really awkward. <laughs> oh, God, <I> <laughs> All of a sudden. No idea. Um, anyway, he's he makes a lot of music and he's so prolific. And I just okay. almost, I'm just kind of in awe of how can you do that? How yeah, can you just... Yeah. No, that, I'm the same. I'm there, the same. Know? But I think because I've played covers and, and practiced them for so long that when it comes to writing a song, I'll write a song and then I'll be like, ah, this sounds like that or this right, sounds okay. like this, which I really shouldn't care about because, you know, there's only a certain amount of chords and there's only a certain amount of octaves and all of that. So everything's going to yeah. have similar things. On that, right? I was, oh, here we I was go. having this conversation the other day, right? <laughs> so, as someone who is musically minded, let me ask you about the. It was the famous case that happened a couple of years ago, obviously, Blurred Lines, right? The yep. famous song. Yep. And uh, I think it was the Luther Vandross estate yep. that said that there was a, a lot of copying and, yep. and no royalties given over, and they sued and they won. I don't understand that because you're right, there is only a certain amount of chords, right? Yeah. And there is only a certain, So, how can things not be the same? See, like. How many songs has been, have been written ever? I know. Do you know I what know. I mean? This is what I mean. And a lot of them sound. You know, can sound similar. You, everyone will find a similarity in whatever they want to find. Yeah. So any lyrics you could find similar. It happened to Ed Sheeran and James. No, not James Arthur. The guy who won um, Matt Cardle. Oh yes. So Matt Cardle yes, released yes. a song, and then Ed Sheeran had a similar song. Yep. Or, or yeah, photograph. I think it was the chorus sounded similar. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything. I don't know what happened in the end. But it happens all the time. It must do to the point that I think Taylor Swift released a song, 
that was so similar to another song, but I can't remember what it was. Right. So I'm not very good at this. <laughs> um, so my facts are stupid, but yeah. You're not Taylor- Shazam, I'm not expecting you to know everything. No, worry. it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, yeah, Taylor Swift released a song on one of her albums, the new one, and then she preempted that they were going to sue her. So oh, they right. preempted that they were going to sue her so much that she just paid them off. She got in contact with them and went, hi, I've written a song. It sounds reasonably similar to yours, but I reckon it's going to do well because um, my listeners have never heard of you. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so here's however much money. Wow. Um, please take they it. They went and, back and, and said so, double it. <laughs> well, no, they just went, oh, really? cheers. Really? I think they'd only written a couple of songs. Oh, that's bollocks. I don't actually know. That's but they, unbelievable. Well, they're obviously much lower profile than her. I mean, yeah. Everybody yeah. is, aren't they? So Maybe back then they were big and that song was sure. whatever. I mean, it was, uh, it was a song I'd heard before. Okay. But yeah, she she. Just, I mean, imagine writing a song going, ah, I have enough money here to just give them what they want. I did hear once that she makes about a million dollars a day or something like that. That's something, disgusting. I mean, isn't it? it is sickening. Isn't I mean, it? it's hideous. She wasn't even on Spotify for how many years? I know. And, and now then she's she puts it up rolling back. I know. I mean, <laughs> music is my life. Here we go. Here we um, go. Has been on Spotify for about four years. Okay. I think four, four, maybe three, four years. Um, and obviously Spotify streams, you get 0.0003 cents or whatever it is <laughs> right. per stream. Yeah. Um, so it costs me $10, about £8 a year um, to put it up. So okay. they charge my my card every every year. Uh, and the return of those three to four years, <clears throat> I've made a grand total of $3 and something like 53 cents. So thank you, right. whoever's <laughs> listened. Um <laughs> I've currently made wait, nothing so of it. Is that is that over and above the forty quid you've spent? No. Oh, oh so that's wait. so you're so you're negative like thirty seven. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Oh yeah. No, okay. I haven't made forty three. <laughs> no, no, no. I've made three dollars right, and twenty twenty three cents or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I do wonder how. Um, you know, it, obviously, what we do here. Yeah. Uh, essentially, I'm giving away your music. You know, you because are. I have musicians come in to record and. Um, uh, I'm actually uh, at the time of recording. I'm just kind of concentrating the decision to remove SoundCloud. So by the time this goes out uh, in about ten days' time, SoundCloud account might have gone. Oh really? Um, just because I don't, I don't see the value in it, and and I would rather give value back to the musicians. And I'm contemplating ideas about yeah. making CDs and selling CDs and splitting Ooh. the profits with Do people it. that come in. You know, Do it. so I that's something <clears throat> that's something I'm thinking about doing. And you know, how do musicians expect to get compensated? You know, and the, uh, do you know what? Let let because I want to get into this with you about how you manage yourself and get yourself into position oh. you're in, and, and how you make your living out of this. So go on, uh, let's let's play the song, and then we'll come back cause, uh, and talk about you know compensation of of artists via Spotify and other sources. Okay. So um, the first track today, ladies and gents, music is my life. Just for music is my life And my love is a heart 
fulfilled song And as long as I'm singing I know there can be no wrong For music is my life And my love is a heart-filled song And as long as I'm singing I know there can be no wrong I'm taken into ecstasy With each note that floats out Play the music with me It's busted its way out Sing the music with me Sing and raise your voice You will feel the love of music Your heart will have no choice For music is my life And my love is a heart-filled song And as long as I'm singing I know there can be no wrong For music is my life And my love is a heart-filled song And as long as I'm singing I know there can be I'm singing No, there can be No Wrong All right then, ladies and gentlemen So we're back in with George Stocken um, So we're going to jump in in a minute to the second track Which is actually a cover It's the first time I've actually had a cover on here But it was an amazing cover And it, it kind of... Uh, I don't want to go so far as to say change my life. Oh, wow. But uh, I have been listening I to the artist. I just saw his eyes and they glistened. <laughs> they glistened when he said that. I didn't know this artist before you covered him. And no. since then, I have listened to him a lot. But what I thought we'd have a chat about is just about about you in general as, as a very busy man. Because obviously, okay. you do a lot of solo stuff. I do. You do um, band stuff yep. in your band stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you've never kind of had the traditional um, kind of management PR company. No. Anyone God, doing no. any bookings for you. No. Like... So let's say there's I'd probably be listening. more organised if there was someone <laughs> doing it for me, I'll be honest. Let's say there was someone listening to this, right? Okay. And they had no idea how to get themselves out there. Because I've had a lot of people in on the sofa who don't really know how to get themselves out and get gigs. Okay. You know? Like, what, what? how have you done this? How have oh, you gone man. from making music, presumably, all through your life through school, I guess? Yeah. To, to leaving school, to joining bands. Like, tell me, tell me your sort of path. Okay. You know? I'll give you a really, like long-winded timeline that's going to take like at least an hour um so i'm <laughs> joking. about eight minutes yeah i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i start when i so um my brother learned piano first mm-hmm. uh, and he had lessons and we both had lessons in fact but i had two lessons and i'm pretty sure i won't give her a name away but she hated me <laughs> right hated me because we my brother and i would have a lesson each and so he would go first or something and i would sit in her room and as sort of a, a young, like in, in a separate room. So as a young kid, I used to just check drawers or like, I'm, a, I'm only like 10, 11 okay. or something. I'm pulling pulling out drawers, finding cards, finding whatever <laughs> to keep myself busy. Nice. Otherwise, I'm sitting there staring at a cat who's staring at me. And I'm like, <laughs> please get me the fuck out of here. I love it. No iPhones, obviously. Can't play games. No iPhones. I didn't no. have a phone then. No, no. <laughs> if I did, it had Snake and I'd already completed it. So <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I mean, come on. Um, so yeah, we'd open a drawer, find this stuff. And then... I'd just be playing with it and she'd be like, what, you know, what are you doing? Well, well old, angry piano teacher. <laughs> right. Stereotypical. Um, 
but Jake, my brother, got along with her and learned piano, and that was great. I had, yeah, two or three lessons and thought, oh, I cannot be bothered. <laughs> um, so I ended up learning whatever I'd learned, whatever Jake had learned during his half an hour lesson. He would come home and practice. Mm. I'd watch what he's doing and then just copy it. He used <laughs> to get really pissed off at me <laughs> because I would just do it. But yeah. it's ironic now, and Jake, if you're listening, it's ironic because you're now a piano teacher. so you were such a good piano teacher back then that that's why i learned it so you shouldn't have got annoyed with me you You should have foreseen your your career absolutely smash this podcast is done um no so so that was piano teacher inception piano teacher honestly teaching a piano teacher and now i want to become a teacher here we go whoa that's what i'm at uni doing (laughs) nine grand a year to try and teach (laughs) um Sad. Um, no. So, so you clearly didn't become the child prodigy pianist through your teens. I what? You didn't. You weren't a prodigy. No pianist. No, no, your no, teens. no. Not really. Um, not really. God, that makes me sound bad. No, no. <laughs> just a bit of a no is just a the bit answer. Of a genius. No. Um, <laughs> but I would just play whatever my brother played, and my my brother plays whatever is written in front of him. So notes okay. and all that he can improvise. But for me, I just sat the, sat down at the piano and, and would learn certain things. But then kind of very you know do variations of them and learn them in my own way and that's where kind of an originality sort of grew from so instead of just playing whatever's written i would just play whatever i felt and i'd learn certain scales and watch youtube youtube was such a huge part of my sort of being able to play um but then he got so good that i picked up the guitar because i just hated how good he was um so then yeah i picked up the guitar and the only guitar we had about a million people have heard this story Okay. But this is for the podcast for the people that haven't heard this story. Well, it doesn't narrow it down. A million no. people might be all of Thanet that know this already. It's true. It is true, honestly. <laughs> most people. Because I play the guitar. Okay. I play a right-handed guitar upside down. So I play it left-handed. Yes. I, so I, being someone who's not musical at all. I mean, obviously I know that. When yeah. I look at a guitar, I can tell. But I didn't even notice it on the day until people started commenting on your first video that I put out. Yeah. Saying that it's the yeah, one it's upside down, mate. Because, and, and this is a thing, people... People wouldn't notice unless they have played the guitar mm. or unless they play musical instruments because then they'll realise that the strings are the wrong way. Yeah. And, yeah, that was just, again, a sort of looking at chords and reversing them. So I just, I don't know. I don't know how it came to it, be It is that. strange because I can't imagine there'd be many YouTube videos that you found. There Maybe weren't. you found that very specific genre of music I really teacher didn't. who plays the upside-down guitar. I mean, that's what I should be. <laughs> I, if I'd done that a few years ago, YouTube would have been a great source of income for me. I'm sure of it. <laughs> But no, yeah, I just started playing the guitar the wrong way. Okay, um, so so that led um, on to what? So were you in any bands at school and stuff like that? Or, or did, um, did it all happen after you left? I was in a horribly pathetic sort of band where we just sat. I, in my old house, we had a cellar and I played the drums. Um, and I never sang, never played piano, never played guitar. I just drummed. And then we had a guitarist and a, a bass player and a, a singer who's actually in Spain, but she lived over here. Her name's okay. Sienna. She was great. Um but yeah, nothing really. I would just play and play and play until a music teacher, Dane Court, mm-hmm. um, came along and his name was Mr. Henderson. Um, for anyone who went to Dane Court, I think you'll know who Mr. Henderson is because he was a legend. Um, <laughs> but he just, he was a jazz pianist, basically. He was a, a multi-instrumentalist, but just kind of taught me jazz chords or how to kind of phrase things on keys and all of that and... Yeah, I think when people see me play the guitar and do gigs and stuff, they never really, maybe never know that I play the keyboard or, or the you know piano or whatever. Um, but that's because 
it's more of a personal thing and that's sure. what i do at uni i don't you know i don't play gigs with a piano i play it with a guitar because it's easier you've to been carry. doing a bit more obviously your instagram's been yeah heavy yeah on that i've been recently. pushing that as much as possible because i don't know i think i'm more fluent i think i know more on a piano than i do on a guitar but yeah. a guitar is easier to company myself with yeah, at yeah. a gig yeah and i don't enough. have to drag keyboard around um, so so um fast forwarding then so okay. you obviously see have... i told you it'd take an hour no no it's fine it's fine <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm happy i did mention ladies and gentlemen at the beginning of this episode it's going to be a lot of tangents so many tangents <laughs> um tangerines so what i really want to know and, and maybe there's no real definitive answer i mean you know maybe it's just that you're a really nice guy and people like you but you've obviously become very busy so okay okay how would yeah, you get, so get what advice would you give to go. a musician who's looking I completely to be forgot in that, that, position? You, that you said that yeah. So I completely forgot that you asked that question that before I just started tangent, <laughs> tangenting off. Telling me tangenting, story, that's a word, on. isn't it? I know, tangenting. <laughs> um, no. So I am reasonably busy, um, but that's I, my first ever gig was gifted to me um, by a fellow musician who I think someone couldn't do a gig. And so they gave the gig to me, having never played a gig before in my life. So I turned up with this like practice amp that I had, which was like 50 watts. Definitely not enough to fill a pub at the Queen. It was the Queen's Head in Ramsgate. Okay. Um, and I, I remember seeing the worried face on of Jim, the manager, yeah, the owner. who up, again is just a legend. What big a up legend. Jim. Yeah. Absolutely smashing, smashing it. Um, yeah. And and he, I see the war, like the worry in his eyes when I turn up and this little kid, like <laughs> fully shaven, about sixteen or seventeen. Oh, really. I think I played outside, and it was funny because I'd actually fallen off my bike. Right, the a couple of days before, so okay. I was shitting myself already. Yeah. Um, but I'd had scraped down, scraped. Um, all scratches down. Yeah, face. scratches down my face, uh, right. and I, all down my arm, and I, I just got up there and I started singing, and I was standing outside. Actually, it was during the summer, and it was the first gig outside, so I started playing all that. Um, but from then, from that gig, I I loved it so much, and I just got, I don't know, I, I, Jim, um. The legend uh, kept kept booking me and books me to this Jim day. Jim does a lot for local live music. You know, he does he's a really good guy. So much. Locally. If anyone, I think everyone who's listening has probably been to the Queen's Head yeah, once yeah. in their life. Yeah, definitely everyone local. Anyone who's listening to this podcast, yeah, some new music yeah. would definitely have uh, come across. That and if you haven't if been in this area, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, most Friday, Saturday, Sundays, music, live music, live bands, like all from the local yeah. area and from outside. So and over the summer he does his festival as well, the Rock, oh, Rock, Doc the Doc Rock Festival. Dog festival. That's another tangent, but let's That's not another, go yeah, there. there. No, we'll so for there. people. <laughs> that are trying to get gigs, um, just get lucky um, and get someone to... No, I'm, I'm joking. Um, I think preparation, trying to have as many songs as possible, but also I think what I've done um, to kind of help myself get along is read the audience that I'm playing to. So I started off singing songs that I knew, mm -hmm. but some of those songs people who were listening would never have heard of okay. or something like that. So you just have to filter your set like sort of all the time and I've had a similar set with ad additions of certain songs um, every now and then every now and then that's going to be funny because certain people are going to laugh at me because my set's been the same for about 10 years but, um, <laughs> no, I've done it you know I've done it for like five years now and it, it it's slow to begin with my first two years of gigging I had probably like five or six gigs a year but that was when I wasn't in stocks and and like you know, I was just playing when someone had cancelled on somewhere or it was just a random gig every now and then like the dolphin they give me wednesday gigs and and um stuff like that and then the more i did it the more i steamrolled into this sort of bigger snowball where people were booking me instead of me going out to them and okay. i was going into more and more places so instead of just playing the the top three i was playing like other like five or six seven places 
I suppose, I suppose, like, so back then, were you kind of just saying yes to everything so you could get yourself out there? 100%. So it is just, you know, there's no secret formula to this. It's just working hard, being not being ob- nice, turning up on time. Being good is a prerequisite. Yeah. You have to know know your art, yeah. you know. But uh, I suppose, so you just take everything you can. You make as many relationships as yeah. you can. You're never late, as you say. And well, literally, every gig that I've done, um, I always turn up an hour before. Okay. Even though it takes me 20 minutes to set up, I, yeah. I arrive an hour before because I can set up and then talk to the bar staff. And I have so many good relationships with the bar staff of like most of the pubs around here because of that. Because I can just sit down before the gig, sit at the bar, have my Coke because I drive yeah. and can't <laughs> drink um, and have a chat. Yeah. And they ask me, you know, who are you? What do you do? And I'm just, I ask them the same question basically. And that's, yeah, and it's from that. That's really nice. And and I think that's really important, just being on time, especially. Cause yeah, definitely. There's n- there's nothing worse. And I've been there in a few situations where I'll, I'll arrive like 25 minutes before a gig because I've been running late or the, the van's something or the car Stuck or something, traffic, yeah, whatever. whatever it is. Like, just do your best to try and get there as soon as possible. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you, can, you know, you can ruin a relationship really easily. Yeah. Because no, in I this definitely. place... Um, there are so many musicians, as your channel proves, yeah. um, that could easily take your spot. Mm. Yeah, so no, you're absolutely right there. If, if you're not, you know, punctual and uh, I think that's the right word. It I is think. the right word. <laughs> hey, winning. Um, yeah, if you're not, if you know, if you don't, if you don't portray a good professionalism as well as having a bit of like, instead of being up your ass, just mm. be a normal person. Yeah. Um, then your gigs should come more and more and more. Okay. And obviously, the the more you impress a manager or something, the more they talk to other managers, the more your name gets about by other people seeing you and videos and pictures and whatever it takes. And then, yeah, from from that and after joining Stocks and then building up a profile even more because of that and, and getting gigs, you know, I, I gig more or less every weekend now, mm-hmm. um, which is a beautiful thing, like an absolutely beautiful thing because it's like a part-time job. Um, and it allows me to just do weddings and functions, which are like the best things ever. Like there's no better, um, like, oh, I can't think of the word. No, no better what? thing. We'll call it thing. <laughs> no better thing. No better thing <laughs> than being asked to do a wedding by someone. Cause that's like the biggest day of their life. Good point. Yeah. So if, yeah you're if, right. If they could choose anyone to do that day. Yeah. But they, if they choose you, that's like so special so on certain weddings i'll arrive three hours before really just to like go and say hi even though they're busy just show that i'm there and like i'm around and i'm ready to go like that's wonderful so it's it's, Um, yeah those things aren't normal gigs to me so bring it back to the song we're about to talk about then so i thought you're gonna i thought you were gonna say i'm bringing it back to the actual question george (laughs) i was like no that was the question that was the question there you go you answered it so well i kind of feel like there should be a webinar that we charge for that people should (laughs) you know you know those things where you pay for that online course how to be Subscribe. a proper musician <laughs> comment below if you want me to do that yeah. um <laughs> so we're about to do uh the first cover track we've had in here um i've never put a cover in a podcast before Ooh. i think it's going to be okay i'm obviously going to play your version of it that you recorded with me mm-hmm. i'm not going to play the original yeah i mean i think i'm going to be okay it's fine if there's any royalties to pay i'll i don't know i'm gonna have to i'll pay them with we'll my s- spotify three dollars <laughs> 223 cents <laughs> It's fine. So how often? This is so we're talking about um, Chris Stapleton. Either way, yes. So how often does this feature in your sets? Often is this no. something? No, it's, it's this, not. It's just this a is passion a song, of yours. What yeah, song you this would is, love. See, this is when what goes back to what I was just saying that like certain songs that you might play at home and that you love yep. and you know you sing well, they might not come across to your audience well at all because sure. they they have one 
they have no idea who Chris Stapleton is, so you can tell them, but they still won't give a shit, which has happened. Um, and two, <laughs> like as as well as you sing the song, if they don't know the song and they're not really listening, then they're just going to switch off. Yeah. So this is a song that I play and like I love to play, and he's amazing and. I like to tell people about him who don't know him. That's mm-hmm. kind of one of my hobbies um, because I love him so much. Right. Wow. That was like, I should get a shrine, <laughs> shouldn't I? <laughs> well, as you should, you definitely should. As I mentioned, I didn't actually know who he was before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'm not the... Uh, um, sounds a bit weird. I, I hate talking about myself and saying things like in a positive light. Do it. Light. I've just done no, it. All I was going to say was I, I don't. maybe I'm not the uh, traditional sort of fellow who goes into a pub because I, I obviously... Mm have had in the, like over the last year I've had a lot of musicians come in here and, Who, and you I don't kind need of, to go to a pub I almost kind of have a craving for original music now yeah, when I go yeah. to a pub I, I kind of want to hear some original music yeah, I'm, I'm in the minority yeah. there I understand that yeah. um, so if I heard you performing this I wouldn't switch off you know right yeah you're one that, of that's the what few. I'm trying to get to but um, but when you performed it here for me and, mm-hmm. and for the for the watching millions he cried <laughs> he cried I saw him well you he know cried. you know it's hard not to George it's just such a beautiful <laughs> performance <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was it was lovely and, and I've been listening to him on Spotify yeah. since then and I'm sure yeah. there's people listening to this that are thinking obviously Chris Davidson's massive well this is it half of them will be and then the rest of them are the going, of them they'll probably thinking, be typing in and listening yeah, to it right now, and going yeah. I, don't, I don't like this what are they going on about yeah absolutely absolutely um, but yeah do you know what gets me though about this right mm-hmm. this particular song I don't know if you listen to it much on your Spotify on your travels right mm-hmm. but um, so in a general car when you're on the motorway yeah. it's a bit loud yeah. right Obviously, yeah. the oh. verses are so quiet and the chorus is so loud. <laughs> yeah. If I'm in the car with other people, there's no balance no, there. No, 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 in, no. In I the know recording what you of this particular song on that, Spotify. That this song, listeners, listen with your headphones. Yeah, definitely. because it's just you have to get so because the verse is in his lower octave and all that, and like, yeah. he sings beautifully and he tells a story in every song. And then when he goes to the chorus, he belts and he's got such he really belts. controlling belt voice and stuff. Um, which I didn't portray in the cover, but he can do it. And and yeah, when he does it, you you if you have the sound really loud, it will blow your eardrums. Absolutely, because you're like, wow, that was loud. That was that loud. That was loud. All right, well, this mean, is uh, so. This is George Stockton doing hey. Chris Stapleton. Either way, giving it a go. It's been so long since I felt 
Well, anything inside these walls, you can run, you can hurt. When you don't feel it at all, I used to cry and stay at night and wonder what went wrong. Alrighty then, so here we go, back with the final track with uh, Big George Stocken. We All right, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> How you doing? We're looking good, mate. You're looking svelte. Am I? You are. You're looking good. I'm looking what? Svelte. I'm, do, I'm doing a hand gesture as well. He I is do doing that. a hand. And yeah, yeah, the visual is nice. Svelte means thinner. Does it? Yeah, you're looking good. Okay. Since the last time I saw you. You can edit that out in case everyone <laughs> knew that and I didn't. And I'll be like, I'm that one guy who didn't know what Svelte meant. Yeah, no. It's Thank you very it's much, a compliment. It's a compliment. Thank you. Um, so we're going to jump straight into our... Um, well, actually, we're not going to jump straight in, but our last track we're going to talk about in a second is Golden Sands, oh. which was the biggest track of 2017. Ladies <laughs> oh, and gentlemen, woo-woo. it had 42 million. I mean... Yeah, I know. Where's no, the ad revenue no. on that? <laughs> no, we, had, we had about 9,000 views, which is pretty, pretty fantastic, we I did. must say. And, All because uh, of you, though. You shared it everywhere i did yeah well because obviously (laughs) you're uh, self-admitting that i did yeah it was me i I got i got the nine (laughs) (laughs) um well it's about we'll we'll talk about what it's about in a second but um so i just wanted to talk to you about stocks you mentioned a couple of times stocks is the band you're in yes um s-t-o-x obviously um 100 named by you after you that's bollocks we've already (laughs) we've already spoken about this i've stitched you right i've even getting closer (laughs) to the mic because it's bollocks um so you tell me right up tell the story that you told me earlier what stocks how can a songwriter call not not have the idea of uh i don't know let's listen to a band name right now let's think of um let's say you and i are in a duo right it's a duo um, i'm looking at um oh here we go i'm looking at a skull on the wall um telescope and a camera let's do something with that skull telescope (laughs) a skull telescope skull telescope camera um no that's terrible drop the camera skull telescope that's the band name what is it skull telescope no that's awful all right maybe it's harder than i thought (laughs) so anyway Um, let's let's telescope lens yeah telescope lens that's something um skull now moving on (laughs) right So, so, but, so, stocks came about obviously because you guys got together. Yes, you couldn't think of a name. No, and is stocks a nickname of yours? I guess no. Oh, it's it not. never was. Oh, it okay. is now. <laughs> right. Okay. In, so, yeah. did, what, okay. why? Okay. Why did okay. that? Get... So, I was doing solo stuff, and I really wanted to be in a band. Um, and a guy called Lee Cornwall, he uh, and a guy called Ethan Ashington, they were in a, a band um called the locals um where yeah they were playing like loads and they were together for like four or five years and they were absolutely disgustingly massive like huge like everyone would go to their gigs i mean yeah so i was sort of like 
just this one guy with a guitar playing a few gigs every now and then like I kind of built up a little bit more and all that and, and getting more and more gigs and and I remember speaking to him once because I, I worked at the Queen's Head for a while and they okay. were playing there and I remember just speaking to Lee outside and I remember being like I'd love to be in a band and all that so roll on a few months or something and I'm getting together with Ethan the bass player and we're playing some songs together and he's like yeah let's do this because we him and I just got on immediately okay um and our music you know musical we just gelled so it was really cool uh and then Lee came and then we got in a few other guys and obviously the band has changed quite a bit so when we started there was I think four of us or five or five of us maybe five of us later but we had yeah electric guitarist me on acoustic um and then drums and then bass and that was sort of it and then we added a keyboard um and then we got rid of uh, or didn't get rid of the guy who played guitar um left to go to brighton and then you know the end thing now is we have two girls up front singing as well um chloe and molly and then i sing um every now and then uh, <laughs> but i play the, the keys and and guitar and okay. then Lee on drums and Ethan on bass and then a, a, another guy who you might know actually Adam Brown no he's friends with Sean and, and friends with me okay. and we went to school together and he yeah he's completely mental I feel okay. like the, pod, the listeners need to know um, and Adam if you've listened which he won't because he's <laughs> mental uh, you're mental um, <laughs> there you go sure Adam Brown mental Adam Brown that's what it should be called okay. that's what the podcast should be called Adam Brown you're mental um <laughs> Um, so you were sorry yeah so we were, were we were rehearsing we were rehearsing see no you know name. the story better than I do I'm just trying to get you back on <laughs> back on track just get you away from the tangent road okay <laughs> so listeners um, yeah we were sitting in, in a rehearsal room and we'd already had a few gigs booked okay um, and we we hadn't come up with a name yet and all of them were asking sort of you know what, what got you, people on a poster what are you called yeah yeah we need to promote you what are you called and um, we went no idea um <laughs> That one didn't stick, so then we went for another one. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that yeah, you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> That's daily, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, no, then we, um, yeah, we kept going to rehearsals and you know getting everything right and rehearsing everything, but still couldn't come up with a fucking name. And then it was, uh, yeah, it was Ethan who just said stocks, and that was it. We all looked at each other and was like, yeah. Okay. okay but that was did, did he no mean it like as in the stocks like in the old days where you put your head in your no, arms no s-t-o-x yeah he no, meant it as he, that yeah what is that what does that word mean like why stock are you kicks? asking me i've no idea <laughs> it doesn't mean anything okay. it does, i mean i'm probably de-selling the brand of stocks right here I mean, should maybe, have maybe he um, was like ahead of the curve on the bitcoin bubble 100 doing his stocks and oh shares my god and stuff. that is it maybe that's that he's, a, he's a secret millionaire maybe that's what it is maybe Maybe. Wherever you are, let me know. Because yeah. <laughs> need, need, need stuff, stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it just came out of nowhere and okay. then we ran with it and that was it. And uh, th- this might be a really stupid question, but mm-hmm. obviously, so the band is primarily made up of people that were in the, the band The Locals, which were obviously yeah. a, a, a locally famous band. Yeah. Did you consider maybe just keeping the name or was that just what, never an option? The Locals. Yeah, as in you um, you replacing other people and, 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 and just the, the next iteration of The Locals or was that just like I never going to... I think that just didn't happen. I think The Locals from you know i wasn't part of it so i have no idea sure. but i think it ran its course and i think okay. everyone who was in it more or less apart from maybe ethan and, and lee um you know they were, they were going up to other things one works in london i think the other one works in london they're doing other things so okay. yeah i think the band itself ran its course and they ended on a high for sure i feel like maybe they could have kept going yeah but i think maybe they all agreed that you know yeah, the time the time had come Fair dues, um, fair dues. So yeah, instead of putting me at the front of the locals, <clears throat> yeah. um, we started something new. 
I like him. Yeah. I like him. Okay, so let's bring it round to uh, Golden Sands, hey, the track. So um, obviously, uh, I know this as um, being about Thanet's beaches and whatnot, and uh, yep. I'm sure you're about to tell me an entirely different story. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's why I shared it on all the different various yeah, yeah, Facebook yeah, groups, yeah. and that's why it obviously got shared around so much. And and the feedback on all the posts that I put on all the different Thanet yeah. groups was just fantastic. I know, People really, was, really love nice. this song. No one said anything bad, which is nice, apart from Ethan himself right. from the band who said um he quoted me when i said that i don't even like sand and it's true <laughs> oh, i don't yeah. even like sand I remember that yeah um <laughs> that was recently as well <laughs> it like, was recently like, that was he like six talked, months he, after the video earlier, i was talking about music is my life and i was talking about the lyrics right yeah he is one of the people that knows all the words oh really yeah okay he, but, so he's a big george Stockham fan well, yeah let's say that okay because he'll hate it <laughs> <laughs> i could tag him in it and tell him to listen to this brilliant um <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, he yeah, he listened to it quite a bit. I think it was more of a joke thing that he learned all the words. Yeah, fair but enough. Golden Sands. Uh, but yeah. Golden Sands, yeah. So is there a hidden meaning behind this song? No. It is just about Thanet's Beaches. I wrote the song about Naveen. Let's be honest. <laughs> we might as well. She's she, going to she love did, that I've said she that. She did mention that to me the other day when of I was having a chat with her. <laughs> I was sitting with her and I was writing a song and then all of that. And, and yeah, the, the whole story of it is really mushy and disgusting. Um, Mate, it's beautiful. This but, is your your better half you're talking about. This is it's a beautiful thing, man. So yeah, we, we, we when we were sort of dating, we used to go to like the the um, I don't know one of the bays and like look at the stars and all that, and okay. that's where a couple of lines came from. And then yeah, it was it was about this area and like where I live because I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that it got good. Yeah. Good feedback yeah i, I mean uh, obviously we did our we did our sort of rundown last year and and there were so many tracks that were sort of close to the to getting into there and yeah. that was definitely one of them the, the main reason i didn't put it in the top 20 to be honest with you was because it was the um the biggest track of the year and i knew i was going to use it in that um episode oh, right to play as the intro and the outro song oh yeah do you know what i mean and, yeah. I, and it could have easily been one of the top 20 yeah. tracks but could, you know it could have been up the number one because of because of um purely just listens you know um it's just it makes it sound like during song. it makes it sound like during this podcast i've asked why i wasn't in that top 20 i haven't <laughs> no, asked no no, no I haven't george, asked. he's just, telling, prompt he's that just telling me <laughs> but to be fair i was really glad i didn't know because i watched the i think i watched the video on instagram or or Whatever it was, it, I, I put, I put a couple of um, picture things out of, yeah. of each of our top fives. That's it. But the video of like the 2017, the scroll oh, through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, thing, yeah, I was that's on the right. front and, and the end of that. Yeah. Um, and I remember scrolling past, and I didn't even listen to it because I was just watching who was playing, like who had played. Yeah. Um, and then I spotted myself, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, there um, is. <laughs> um, but it was only when I think Naveen told me, or, or someone told me, messaged me, was like. Uh, yeah, your song's the beginning. Like it goes all the way through it. Or yeah, something. that's right. And I yeah. was like, Haha, yeah, yeah, it does. I, I cut the intro so that I can get some lyrics in there because yeah, I knew that song was only, the video yeah, was going to no. be about thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. So I had to loop some lyrics in there. You so know, I was well happy. Yeah, wonderful. All right, well, um, so I think we should get into it, and then we're going to come back with uh, the five minute song challenge to finish up. <sighs> Looking okay. forward to it, buddy. I think so. I've got some notes. <laughs> I probably shouldn't mention them in case you don't incorporate these new lyrics, but they're they're not they're not extensive, so don't worry. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, George's final track for today and your second original Golden yep. Sands Live in a little town by the sea When it's sunny it's so pretty And when the darkness comes you'll watch the stars with me The stars shine so brightly up in the sky You can't even see a cloud passing by 
But we'll listen to music too And pass the time And I can't wait to call you mine When I was younger I saw all the signs Won't you run with me Won't you take mine Well I'll show you the golden sand Telling you well all along One day I would write you a song And you'd be so happy that you'd start to cry Cause darling you're the apple of my eye And I'll do my best to treat you right I can't wait to call you mine When I was younger I saw all the signs Won't you run with me And won't you take my hand well, I'll show you the golden sands you run with me and won't you take my hand well, I'll show you the golden sands Alright then ladies and gents here we go back with the five minute song challenge with Big George Stockton. I don't know why I say Big George Stockton. Big George Stockton. But I don't mean it big I just mean because you're famous that's yeah. what I mean I'm not famous. You are famous. That's quite. We, I think we've just established how how famous we you definitely are haven't in the rest of this episode. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that, that's why it. I say. Look, I mean, stocks came out flow. of nowhere. Let's, um, my yeah. new stage name, Big George Stocken. <laughs> Where did that come from? A podcast with Adam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is your five minute song challenge. Yes. Um, I, it's over to you. That's it. This Thanks. is the floor is yours now. Great. The fans. Do not disappoint them. <laughs> uh, sorry, no pressure. Sorry. I keep stitching you up today. Sorry. Okay. I'm you are. Now. You're probably bigging me up. <laughs> you're going to listen back to this and think, what have I done? I've just made <laughs> I've myself look like a, a massive fan of George Stockton. <laughs> and I'll be like, yep. Absolutely. Right. Take it away. I'm trying to write some words about seaside sessions. Trying to talk about what I've talked about before Well, and I know what I have mentioned And I know what's in store I've talked about the songs I've written I've talked about where I got my inspiration from tried my best to write a song in just five minutes I hope I don't get this part wrong 
music is my one true passion. It's what I think I'm meant to do. I'm writing songs and putting things out there. It's easy with seaside sessions at my door. I've talked about the songs I've written. Talked about where I got my inspirations from. I've tried my best to write a song in just five minutes. I hope I didn't get it wrong. Oh, George! Oh, George! That was phenomenal. That was that was that. That couldn't have been more right, George. <laughs> oh, look at you! What have you done? Oh, it's fantastic. Thank you so much. No uh, thank you for joining me today. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tagging along yeah. on uh, episode 10 of the New Music Podcast. Woo! Thank you. We're in double digits. We're in double digits, mate. I oh, know. It's like digits. an anniversary. Um, remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go and give us the ratings on the iTunes store and share it with your friends. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week. For I'm just sitting here making love to my guitar. Strumming up music, my love doesn't stray too far. So guess it's coming easy. From the strings that I caress, there is nothing more pretty than my girl in a long white dress.